You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And check out our brand new Patreon page for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered is the link for that. Ulysses, your Tampa Bay Rays are going to what I think is called the World Series. They did it. They made it. Look, we kind of predicted this a couple months ago, right? Several months ago that this team had the ability to make it to the World Series. And here they are. Going to Arlington We've, of all places. We haven't, yeah, we haven't stopped saying this from spring training. Not not summer camp, not spring training 2.0. We said this in the beginning. This team had the capability to get to the World Series. Then the pandemic hits. Then you don't really know what's going to happen. The whole arbitration and then the, the talks uh, about will there be baseball, not baseball. They get the schedule. We said, okay, 60-game schedule. No, they definitely can make it to the yes. World Series. And, and they do. They end up having the American League's best record. They go through the Jays. They <laughs> battle against the Yankees in five. And then now in seven games against the Houston Astros after being up 3-0. I mean, it was everything that you want in a dramatic series. This had it. This had walk-offs. This had great defensive gems, timely hits, great pitching performances, and the good guys ultimately came out on top. If you can believe it, I'm kind of baseballed out. I'm ready for a break. I'm glad there's no <laughs> game today, and there's not a game until tomorrow at 8 p.m. All night games, we know the game times. We know the days. There's actually built-in off days with yes. this one, so it will be curious to see how Kevin Cash attacks that and whether he's going to try to chase wins maybe leading up to an off day. But we will, we will of course, break down that entire Dodgers-Rays series tomorrow and get into the nitty-gritty of all of that. But we, we've got to go back to the weekend. I mean, yeah. just a swirl of emotions from Friday coming off a loss. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Saturday, you have the game six loss. And then that, that kind of ruined uh, some people's Fridays and, and Saturday most of the day until... The yeah. Rays sealed the deal with the Game 7 win. Until, you know, early on, the first couple innings of Game 7, it was like, okay, we might, I think, look, it took seven games, but I think we got this one here. I don't think anybody cares that it it it, it, uh, it went to seven games now that it's it's a good result. Yeah. <laughs> we, know, we all cared when it was happening, but now that the good thing happened, it, it's okay that it went to seven. Look, Game 6 was as frustrating as it can be for a fan because your team is up 3-0. They lose one. You're like, okay. You lose two to a walk-off. You, you start thinking, okay, well, they better get it done in game six. In game six, they were just flat. Right. They just came out flat. Yeah. And and uh, you had the Blake Snell taken out. He obviously did not like it. He obviously did not like it after 
in, in, in his post game. Um, what do you think about that, by the way? Because you look at, we know Blake Snell, the personality he is. He is a 15 year old in a 27 year old's body where you look at conversely. And again, two totally different personalities. Uh, a guy who is 37 has a family of four family man, so on and so forth. Charlie Morton. I mean, if there was anybody that could argue and say, why the hell are you pulling me out? It's Charlie Morton in that game seven, as opposed to Blake Snell in game six. And the race starters should know this by now. You're going to likely get pulled, especially if you've, you know, allowed some base runners, some walks, and there's been a little bit of damage to uh, the, the Astros have done a little bit of damage to you. They're going to, all right, pull the string. Let's see if our bullpen can close this one out and finish this one out. And of course it didn't work with, with Diego Castillo. And then after, you know, things got away, it was just kind of leaving it. Hey, Shane McClanahan, get us some innings and, and let's wrap this thing up. Let's mercy roll this one for, for game well, seven, essentially. Yeah. I think it comes down to maturity, perhaps, you know, like you pointed it out, Blake's a young guy. I know that he's been on the league now for like five years, but yeah. it's, he's still a young guy. And, Charlie, but he, he was also given a fat contract, former Cy Young. Like sure. at some point, you've got to show that. At some point, you got to show the maturity. Sure, yeah. but like he's still a young guy, and and I think he wants the ball. He's the ace. He was given that fat contract, right? Like you right. said, and he's thinking, no, I I got the contract. I'm the guy. I'm the guy on the bump. I I can't be taken out in the fourth or whatever it was. So. I would agree with Blake 100%. You know that I would if there hadn't been four walks. If yeah. he doesn't have those four walks, I'm with Blake. Leave right. the guy in. This is your guy. You still have one more game to win it out in, in, in the seventh. Give the ball to your guy. You ne I always am um, kind of worried of going to the bullpen so many times during a game because it's you're throwing the dice, you're rolling the dice, Every time that you put a new guy from the bullpen. Why? Because you don't know if this time they'll explode. If they are a reliable bullpen person, a, a reliable horse in the stable, yes. that means that 9 out of 10 times they'll come out good. One of those times could be out of four or five guys that you put out there in the bullpen. So it always makes me uneasy to go to the bullpen so often when the game is tight. And so I would have agreed with Blake, but the four walks, I'm yeah. sorry. I got to go. I got to go to Diego and it didn't work. That was the one time right. where Diego is one out of the 10 times where he looks awful. And Look, he looked awful. Every, a lot of relievers, a lot of the A team relievers on this, on this bullpen have had their iffy moments. Fairbanks, for sure. Anderson, yeah. believe it or yeah. not. Castillo, of course. It hasn't been all sunshine and rainbows through this thing. Again, I don't want to make this a Blake Snell hate show, but it is ironic that the guy who didn't want to play this season that was too worried about his money and the Rona and all that wants to be taken out, wants to be left in for more bullets, wants to keep pitching. I don't. I Funny think that's a double standard. Turn. I know. I, I think that's a double standard because, like, you know, yeah, yes, his comments were ridiculous. Uh, let, let's be honest. For anybody who's not a millionaire, his his comments were ridiculous. But there was a little bit of sense in there, as like, hey, I'm worth this. Pay me what I'm worth, right. and then and then we're Gucci. But people would have hated the fact that he gets taken out 
and then he doesn't even complain it. about it and he's that's like true. happy about it like so i think that's a little bit of a double standard that he has to unfortunately deal with when right. you're in the in the position that he's in so look if there are no walks, I would have been with you, Blake. I would have been, hey, why are you taking him out, Kevin Cash? This is a Kevin Crash moment. It ended up being kind of a Kevin Crash, but whatever. I think that's more with of a process walks, thing than I look. It's, 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 it's what they've process. done all year, and it's worked. Yes. And I mean, look, you're who, who knows? Snell, the next pitcher, gives up a, a bomb, and it's over from there. And then we're we're coming here and, and crapping on Kevin Cash. We've seen it from Morton. We've yes. seen it from Morton actually Cash. Believing in his in his guy against the Red Sox, I believe that was last year at the Trop, and Mitch Moreland went deep after yeah. being uh you know down to uh, look. It's damned uh, if you do, runs. damned if you don't. If you're a manager, look the the guy Kevin Cash at the end of the day has led this team, I think, with a plum and what he's been able to do with all the injuries and look, it's it's working. It's work. It is a collaborative effort. It's not just him. It's yeah. not just it's everybody that has stepped up to make this thing what it is right now um so i I think we can move on from game six and game seven what was impressive to you what stood out the most just your your overall takeaway or takeaways from uh an entertaining game seven the the way that the the team you know we said it came out flat game six then game seven they come out a different way there was a spark to them can you say that that's because kevin kiermeyer was in the lineup after being down three day, three days well you can create your narrative okay everybody this is create your own narrative look you time. could almost say charlie morton having having uncle charlie on the mound knowing that he does not pitch poorly in game sevens he brings his a game right. no matter his age and he certainly and did. you're the home team so you already yeah. saw uncle charlie and what he did in the first inning you're saying that was nice let's go He's gonna lead us, and and then Manny gets hit. Then Randy, the a Rosa Reina show has just become unbelievable. I mean, obviously he gets the MVP MVP for the ALCS, but the way to to capitalize again, capitalize on mistakes, capitalize on errors. That's exactly what you need to do if you want to be successful. The Astros are a really good team. The Yankees are a really good team. The Blue Jays are a good team. Yeah, you go through them because they're going to make mistakes no matter how good they are. And this is a little foreshadowing to what's going to happen in the World Series. That's another good team, but they'll also make mistakes. So how do you get above them? By capitalizing on them. And and Randy Rosarena has not stopped doing that seven home runs in the postseason. So I think that for me gets the, the big highlight is Rosarena was just on fire this whole ALCS. Just the, it was amazing to watch. The defense was on fire as well. Look, this team, if this team hadn't turned 11 double plays in the ALCS, this could have been a completely different show. And then making the superb plays, being in the right position, everybody, pretty much everybody contributed to making some sort of spectacular play at some point or another. Wendell especially, Adamas especially, KK, Margot doing cartwheels over a foul Renfro. Renfro, G-Man Choi, G-Man Choi, Zanino being behind the plate. Look, we can't, we can't discount what Mike Zanino and the importance he's provided in this series. I think he's tied second with all-time home runs for for a catcher in the postseason with four, one more, and he ties the lead. It's to I think it was Sandy Alomar. You said right? Yeah, I believe Sandy Alomar Jr. I think on that home run in Game Seven was he. I can't remember if it was the home run or the sack fly. He was 0-2. He works it to a full count and then does what he has to do. 
look, he, he's been better at the plate. And he has been. Let, let's keep in mind, too, he's probably worn down and worn out for all the games he's been and all the innings he's been behind home plate. That is not an easy task. I was going to say the opposite. Really? Yeah, because of the injury, he wasn't actually used like he probably would have during the 60-game season. So he was out for a good three, four weeks. So I think that might be a little bit good Just for Just getting his body. the consistent play? Yeah, now okay. getting the consistent play, but also like he didn't have to use his knees for a month, right? Uh, you know, in game time. So I think that may, that might help him right now being a little bit more fresh. And then Kevin Cash yeah. can actually run him out. Uh, what is it? Six out of every seven yeah. games. Uh, so <laughs> I'm just talking about that. You, you usually with so many, we've seen a lot of okay. We're gonna go. We're gonna split Michael Perez and Mike Zanino. Yeah, you haven't seen the fact that, that Zanino has been used. To, he's been playing more innings than he's been used to lately yeah. in, in so many high pressure high leverage games uh being behind home plate like that so what, whatever whatever the mindset whatever the scenario with that he's done a very impressive job i think yeah. you hope he he's able to continue this look based on what he's done in these this alcs you almost want to give him that four and a half million dollars that he's owed and slap a tattoo <laughs> On Ulysses, eh, I, 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 they're bringing I, him back. I I will put this prop back down a hundred percent. They are bringing him back next year. I don't I know mean, if it's I don't know if it's going to necessarily be for four and a half million. They might decline the option, bring him back for three or something like that. But I think he's going to be back on this ball club in twenty twenty one. I think you'd be a fool to to say that he's not coming back after what you've seen from Zanino in the postseason. But I'm not ready to just applaud Zanino as a fan right now. I'm I'm ready to say, hey Z. Keep doing the thing that you're doing yes. for the World Series because we said if he's a streaky hitter, and I think Carlos did this in, in, our, in our Zoom roundtables, uh, if he can just go hot for two weeks, which he can and has done throughout his major league career, why can't it be these two weeks in the postseason? You know, if he keeps being this guy, then the Rays have a real good shot because where's Austin Meadows? Where's Brendan Lau? Yes. They've, Austin Meadows had a very key home run in game five of the uh, and, uh, ALDS. But largely, these two guys at the top of the order have been, you know, AWOL. So, you need so, more from them. And I think you're yeah. going to definitely need more from them in this series. You can't just constantly, because I think the Dodgers ask are Sunino. going. <laughs> you can't yes. ask Sunino because you might, that's and you not quite a, a reliable can't, you, you quite frankly can't ask a Rosarina to replicate what he did right. in the ALDS. Same thing with Manny Margot. Look. Every series, some other guys are going to have to step up. Every You can't just say, all right, Randy, come on. Give us one here. We need one. <laughs> yeah. we, look, yeah. I, he'd be more than happy to do it. I, I think he loves that spotlight and finally getting the recognition and attention he deserves after you know wallowing with the Cardinals last season right. and, and not getting the call up until late and everything like that. But look, it's a team effort, and, and I think at some point, um, look, the Dodgers, Cody Bellinger stepped up when the moment was right. Mookie right. Betts steps up when the moment was right. Uh, you you might need, you probably are going to need Brandon Lau and Austin Meadows to be able to do that, even if it's a a bunt single for a hit against the shift. If you have to do that, uh, you know, once a game or once yes. every couple of games, do it to get on base. Because again, once Brandon Lau's on base, he's good. He's a great base. Yeah, runner. he's a great a, base runner. People yes. don't talk about this enough, but the way that he cuts through the bases from first to third is very impressive for Brandon Lau. So no, yes. you're going to need good things from them. Uh, you can't ask anything else from Randy Rosarena, but you really hope that he just he has seven more amazing games in him because 
if he does, it's going to be a very, very tightly contested uh, series. But it's going to be even better if you have an Austin Meadows who can do Austin Meadows type things and Brendan Lau does what Brendan Lau can do. Uh, you wonder watch if out. you try to watch out. You try to protect one or two of those guys with Randy Arasarena behind him. Line. Yeah, might that be might good. be something might be to watch idea. out for. Yeah. Speaking of lineups, I wouldn't mind seeing Zanino in the eighth spot. I think that Ooh. may have worked for him, and then that yeah. way maybe you put Kiermaier in ninth behind a speedy him. Guy, I like and that. If you have to, you have. I've to always liked that putting creative. a yeah. speedy guy in the bottom of the order. I've yeah. always loved that because you know you turn the lineup over, it just feels a little bit better. Right, and I mean NL teams have been doing it for years mm-hmm. with pitchers, where you put your pitcher eight, and then you're okay. We're going to have an extended top of the order, so right. to speak, with that. All right, we will continue this discussion, but first. We've got to tell you about the best tasting protein bar ever. That is Built Bar. Look, Built Bar is more delicious than ever before. They're up to 18, 19, 20 amazing flavors. Some of their new flavors include strawberry, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, all good stuff. And they're all covered in 100% chocolate. They're all soft and easy to chew. They're all low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and uh, great for the keto diet. Uh, Here's an example for you. The coconut almond flavor, 18 grams protein, 180 calories, just 5 grams sugar, just 5 grams net carbs. Those are some uh, Randy Aranzarena stats right there. Uh, If you want to get some Built Bars, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and that'll get you 20% off your next order again Use promo code locked on L O C K E D O N for twenty percent off at builtbar.com. They are also offering a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. Get it all at builtbar.com. Okay, Ulysses, of course, um, Rays fans are excited that the Rays are in the World Series for the second time in their history, first time since 2008. little peek behind the curtain, I believe I, and I guess you, Ulysses, would be sophomores in high school the last time the Rays were in the World Series. I think, yeah, you're right. Uh, sophomores wow. or juniors, yeah, in high school. Oh, my yeah. God. That should be a trivia question is name... Name as many players from the Rays, that Rays team, and that Phillies team. And Ooh, see, we got, I think we got to build some kind of trivia question with our Friday Ramblin' Rays segment. That's um, a good one. Yeah, I, actually, no, it's October, so we would have been, yeah, juniors. Oh, juniors. Okay. This, the season started as a sophomore, but then, like, you know, in October, we would have been in the new school year. So, yeah, juniors oh, in high school. Okay. Man, I've yeah. lost count already. That's not good. chemistry. I was, uh, you know, you know, that was a year that I had chemistry and I was really good at it. Chemistry really? honors. That's what I took yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Hey, look at that. Mr. Clark Numa, who actually Ooh. played college baseball. Mr. Auxilio. And you could actually uh, divert him from talking about chemistry by talking about the Rays. It was beautiful. Really? Yeah. Uh, so, I learned you no know, chemistry. Bonds. Hey, how about those Rays? <laughs> uh, about He's like, oh, that Longoria kid is amazing. That Longoria kid. Oh, my. He was like this old Italian man. It was awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Good, good stuff. <laughs> Freedom High School, the old stopping yeah. grounds. I did not go to a high school in, in Tampa Bay, so it's it's irrelevant at this point. Um, okay, the, the Rays, of course, World Series bound. We got an email from uh, one of our OG day one listeners, Ty McCann. That's right. It's gents. They did it. They did it. They have passed the test. And they've climbed the mountain. Unbelievable to think 
of everything that has happened with factors outside of baseball than the factors within it. But they did it. The Rays have won the pennant. More work to be done, but I'm flying high right now. I knew as soon as it happened when Cash took Chuck out of the game, it was going to be a moment in the game. People would look back on it and say it was either the right move or the wrong move. Yeah, Twitter Mm -hmm. was busting up uh, after that move. My question to you guys is what do you think of Ando, Nick Anderson, and his usage up to this point? I hope these days off help him to rest up so he can be sharp for the World Series. That's probably the biggest concern if you're a race fan right now. That cuz yeah. that's been your secret weapon, you know, your your race uh, on, 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 under your sleeve and he has not been the Nick Anderson that we've known since being traded from the Marlins. So, yeah, is it usage? Probably. Cuz I don't have it in front of me, but if you look at the game logs since the postseason started, you can see that he's been in more games than he's not been, and he's been asked to do more than he has ever done in a regular season. So those two things have definitely crept up on him in, in a negative way. But in Game 7, he did what he needed to yes. do, which first clean up the mess, that uh, the kind of mess that Charlie left, right. and then give you an inning. And then he kind of got in a little bit in trouble himself, and Fairbanks... You know, let in those two runs. But again, Fairbanks then did his job, which is shut down the game. And I don't care about the two runs. It's, I don't care about 4-0. I don't care about 4-2. I don't care about 4-3. Right. I don't care about style. I've said this a million times, Kevin, throughout this whole postseason. I do not care about style. If the Rays make 10 errors, but they come out with a W, I'll take it. I don't care. And any Rays fans that say, well, Peter Fairbanks sucked on game seven, you're not looking at the big picture. You're not focusing on what you need to focus on. The W is the biggest thing. So, uh, yeah, it's concerning. I think that's the biggest red flag right now for for race fans. What's interesting, and I think that, again, with Anderson having his tough moments, Fairbanks, Castillo, again, you got to be smart about how you want to deploy this guy. But Jose Alvarado, if he could pitch like he's shown before last year, you know, 2018, when when he's on, we need on Jose Alvarado. But it's interesting about Anderson because I looked at this question and I dove deep into the the numbers and everything. First of all, this entire postseason, he's thrown 11 and two-thirds innings. Uh, The entire year for 2020 was like 16 innings. So he's almost pitched his entire year, (laughs) 16-game season in a couple weeks. And he also had that injury. He was on the IL back in late August, early September with, I believe, forearm inflammation. So you wonder... Uh, if he's not quite a hundred percent, I think the the main thing here is look. What is what has Anderson been known for up to this point? What has been his his calling card? It's strikeouts and yeah. strikeout rate. Did you know that in this series against the Astros, he didn't strike out a single batter? I don't think. Nope, not a single not. batter. Twenty one batters faced, five and a third innings pitched, and not one strikeout yep. they they were they were on the fastball and they were on the curveball at times and i think that that is going to be one thing he's going to have to do look i think he may have lost a tick of velocity from last year maybe at times but getting that rising fastball absolutely to the top of the zone maybe yes. even a little bit above it so guys are swinging underneath it as opposed to middle up where the astros have really done a lot of damage but 
look, the, the strikeouts and the lack of strikeouts because he, he gives up when, when guys make contact against him. Many times it's hard contact. If you look at his exit velocity numbers, his right. hard hit rate numbers and everything like that. And we saw that in this series. Yeah, he had some, some double play ground balls and things like that. But there were times where he can be hit hard if, if uh, a hitter is able to square up a pitch against him. And that's that's just the the worst type of, of pitcher when you're a contact hitter, a contact pitcher, right? If you if you if the contact that you're getting is hard contact, most often than not, that just means bad news for you. Yeah. So if he's not striking anybody out, and the contact he's getting is hard contact, well, you've got a, a big problem in your hands. So I think it's the biggest red flag. I a little bit of myself that wants to think good things and be positive right. is thinking well. The Astros knew about Nick Anderson. They had faced Nick Anderson before. Yeah, was it last year? Yeah, but th- they had faced him before. They might have a little bit more um, information on him. And again, when you're facing him in, in a seven-game series, yes. th- the first time, okay, you you time him up, then you can actually talk about him rather than just seeing video. The Dodgers don't have that. The Do- I, I don't know if Nick Anderson was used last year. In that Dodger series when Blake came back and he was amazing right. and w- in, in those uh, two innings, I don't know if they saw Nick Anderson there. But if if they did, well, okay, then they've seen him. If they haven't, I think that's advantage raise yeah. and advantage Nick Anderson. I think the other thing, too, again, is just a little bit more command. Because if you throw some of those pitches that you threw against the Astros, look, Cody Bellinger is going to hit that stuff. Mookie Betts is, is he going though? to hit that. I think because he is. We saw in that wa- or that that four three home run that if he doesn't pitch to the absolute top of the zone if it's middle up i think he'll square it up um uh maybe but cody bellinger is also going to do his home run trot and afterwards he's going to oh god yeah that was his shoulder like like an idiot i mean if you're a dodger fan you gotta love bellinger but you also have to scratch your head and be like my man don't get injured on a in a celebration what are you kendry morales Oh God! Yeah, that was that 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 you have look. That's a big moment. If you're a player, that's a huge moment. Like you, you probably are walking on on air. I'd rather you do a headbutt than do than don't get hurt. uh, Put your shoulder at risk there. Apparently, he had that injury this season. So, like, if you know that you have that injury and you're going with the forearm bump, I think that's a little bit stupid. So, whatever. Hopefully. You know, uh, yeah. Nick Anderson can find his form, but uh, the hard contact is definitely uh, a, a red flag. Yeah, look, and again, hey, this World Series, best team in the AL, best team in the NL. Mm-hmm. You can't deny it. Both teams had the best record in their respective leagues and the best run differentials in their respective leagues. So you can't say, uh 60-game season, this isn't a no, real no, thing. No, no the, the best teams are in the final show here. So That's right. No more. I don't, I don't want to hear any any crap out there. I'm sure there's going to be some scuttlebutt from, of course, you know, Yankees and Red Sox. Definitely Red Sox fans saying, oh, you know, we punted this year or whatever, so on and so forth. And everything. Oh, the like Yankees that. are going to say something too, like, oh, well, uh, we were we were not umps, healthy the umps, regular season. Umpires. Umps. Oh yeah, umps. The whole umps thing. Oh my gosh. There we go. Um, Look, give it to the Dodgers too. I mean, they were down two three one man. Third, yeah, and. They, in the they series look yeah. they're, they're the rays with a budget you know andrew freeman and <laughs> such let's see that's right that's right uh, it's it's gonna be a fun series man it's gonna be fun and i think one of the biggest things that i looked forward to having the dodgers face the race and, and we talked about this yesterday in our zoom roundtable is 
I want to face the best. I want to beat the best because I think there is no, well, the Rays dot, dot, dot argument if the Rays beat the Dodgers. If the Rays beat the Dodgers, there is no scuttlebutt argument that will be logical to poo-poo on the Rays. There is none. If they had faced the Braves, I think – they it would have always right. been like well they'd never face the dodgers so i know and, and it's so stupid because you just go down that slippery slope so do you take every every team that that won the world series or got mm-hmm. the world series out of a wild card do you not consider right. them legitimate right. champions like it's it's absurd it's at this point. do you do you consider yeah. i mean in any other sport too it's it's the same thing like oh, that's they, what they're saying the about the regular. lakers yeah that's what they're saying about the lakers well it's not really a uh, you know, LeBron's fourth championship is not the biggest thing because they only have to face the Heat. Like, it's it's the, the Heat finals. got there though. They they <laughs> the earned their got way there. there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They they missed the Clippers. Whatever. The point is, I really hope um, that it's going to be a good series. I, that's all you hope. It, it's just going to be a good series. Just like this Houston series was a good series. The Yankee series oh, yeah. was a good series, and I believe that this is the third team in all of baseball postseason history. To have gone to five games in the ALDS and five game and seven games in the ALCS yeah. to have won both. That's the third team. The three teams that did that have won the World Series. Yes. So <laughs> hopefully uh, the race can 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 do the 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 same thing again because. Uh, Man, I'm I'm Look, they're, I'm they're hyped definitely up. to the point. It feels like it's been four postseasons, not one. Like <laughs> yeah. I know it's only been 14 games total, but man, when you go you go down Think to back the wire in, to the Blue Jays so, series. Yes. That that seems like a month ago. I know. This entire year again has seemed like it's been 20 years. It's crazy. Yeah. And we're actually yeah. going to see fans in the stands, believe it or not. That's going to make crazy? Yeah. things more fun. Oh. Have you seen the 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 noise? Is it is does it is it feel feel like empty? Are they still using the pumped up noise? I'm sure they're they're pumping some stuff up. I don't know. It, it it didn't really when I listened in a little bit. Nothing was like oh this is fake or this is like it. Nothing changed what I've I've thought so far. So it must not okay. be anything you know crazy or out of the ordinary there. So uh, okay. we'll uh, we'll of course kind of break down the series more on tomorrow's show and the lead up to game one in the meantime check out our patreon page patreon.com slash raise unfiltered that'll wrap up this edition of locked on raise now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of locked on mlb hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we'll talk to you tomorrow